0: Hello, hello, hello everybody, welcome back to Too Long Just Listen, my name is Alex and this is where we talk about something that I've written about on my website alexswan.co.uk. This week we're going to be covering a topic that I I honestly was super interested in covering Uh, and this is kind of a mix of two kind of parts of my life that I'm very passionate about. Uh, This is the entertainment industry and uh, this is my favourite game, Magic the Gathering. Um, So, recently the news has been broken um, that Magic the Gathering is getting a Netflix series. What I wanted to do for this episode is I put my journalistic hat on for the first part of the article and I kind of run down everything that we know, um, mostly from the Netflix press release. And once I finish kind of talking about all the journalistic stuff and kind of covered everything on a very unbiased way. I was very critical of myself to make sure it was very unbiased. Um, And this was also including the Polygon article that I also looked at. Um, And then I I do give my own thoughts and kind of regards to everything uh, and everything else. But, so what we're going to do is we're going to first begin with everything that we know. And I'm going to be completely unbiased about this and then I will be very... I'll be completely clear when I am talking about my own thoughts about everything um and I because I think that's probably just the best way to go into everything um because I can obviously recap over everything so let me just check that everything's good cool 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 righty then so very top Um, as I've said we're going to be using the Netflix um press release slash announcement that came out there is a link to it in the podcast description as well as at the very bottom of my article I did try and keep the references, Um, they're all numbered. If I use it or quote something or I reference to something, goes to the numbers, It's a number link, very easy. I try to keep it clear and concise uh, without too much random information. So the first thing is uh, the Russo brothers are connected. Uh, So the directors of Endgames, they are now connected with this in the press release. They said uh, that they are huge fans and players of Magic the Gathering for as long as it's been around. Um, and they are looking forward to bringing the game to life through animation. Uh, it has a promising crew. So there's... God, I'm going to butcher these names. So I do apologize to everyone. There's Henry Gilchry, uh who has done Star Wars Rebel and Star Wars The Clone Wars. There's Jose... Ooh, Jose Mon... Ila... Monali? Not good at that. Uh, another writer for... Uh, The Tick and Agent Carter. They'll also be the lead writers as well as the co-executive producers. We have... God, I hate names. Uh, Margaret Scott, uh, who has done the Guardians of the Galaxy TV series. And we have Daya Mishra, um, who I found has done Godfather, but she's also done other writing. Uh, um, And they are going to be assisting as... Secondary writers, support writers, they'll probably be doing, in my opinion, they're probably going to be doing a lot more of the writing and kind of concept stuff. And uh, Henry and Jose are going to be kind of doing the more kind of broad world setting. I don't know. Uh, there's Yukituri. Oh, God. Yokituri, Yukituri Monkizaoki. Oh, God. He's the man that has done The Lego Movie 2. The second part, um, Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse, he's also done Lego Movie 1, and he's going to be uh, serve as supervising director and the co-executive producer. We also found that Hannah, um, or her Twitter handle of Hyper, uh, seems to be connected as a character design. I have reached out to her, but she hasn't been unable to confirm. We've also found in the press release that we have multiple people also serving as executive producer um so there's multiple companies inzo- involved that kind of goes without saying but i wanted to cover that we've got netflix was at the coast hasbro allspark entertainment octopi studios and barbadell entertainment have all been connected um it's going to be animated um it's been confirmed that barbadell who have done rick and morty comfy panda the pause of destiny will be doing the animation um octopi studios will be seeing the over um the production side of it yeah I mean, there is, I do go into more detail on a quote from the CEO, but you can read that on my website. Uh, Wizards seem to be doing this due to their recent success. So Chris Crox, the president of Wizards of the Coast, said more fans are enjoying Magic more than ever in its 25 year history. And the enduring popularity of the tabletop game, and with the latest release of War of the Spark as well seems an incredible success of the digital game Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, We've been told it's going to be an all-new story, Um, this all-new storyline, and that it will expand on the stories of Planeswalkers, which Magic's unique magic-wielding heroes and villains are connected with stakes larger than anyone can hold. So all we know is it's an all-new story. And then something i found within a Polygon article uh, with Jeremy Jarvis, who's the franchise team director for Magic the Gathering, he went into details regarding the process that he's been going through. So to paraphrase and kind of go through this more quickly, um, when he was looking around, this has been something he's been doing for quite a while, Um, he said in his interview. um, And when he goes around trying to find a potential partner or studio that might produce it or be interested in performing some form of role within the production side, he basically goes, I need to see the following things. And that's one, that they respect the IP. Two, that they think that as a creative, I'm being heard, but at least they also want to kind of not just dismiss my ideas. And three, they want to feel challenged. So if he feels like his idea and they kind of are thinking about it as well, and they're giving their own ideas and thoughts, at least he feels like there's a conversation happening. He also says wizards are going to be involved. This is not a kick it over the fence licensing deal. Uh, They want, uh, we have skin in this game and people have been working on the characters to make the worlds and bring them to life with existing mediums that people know. Um, and it's also going to make sure it's going to be character gri- driven. We did kind of know this already from a previous quote, <laughs> but, um, it's not going to be like, uh, to quote Jarvis. um, it's not going to be like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon, uh, where there's literal gameplay aspects. We're developing a library of wonderful characters and wonderful places and impact events. We're going to bring that way in a new life. I do link to the Polygon article underneath there uh, because obviously that small paragraph is part of it. Um, now, I kind of a little bit went into my thoughts. I said I was going to try and not do that. But obviously, as I already did, obviously, as I said, the promising crew, I thought that the writers, we've got the two lead writers who are also the executive producers. So I am, I don't. I, they are both both very, very talented writers. I think the whole, I think the crew is the most exciting part. We've got some very big talented names involved. Um, obviously, you've got the Russo brothers, but also all the writers and the uh, and the uh, supervising director all seem incredibly talented people. So I am very excited to kind of see the future of um, for the story at least. So, all right, let's go into my thoughts because I want to kind of try and go through this in the most uh, I don't know realistic way. So. When I was originally gonna do this, I was gonna do this about two, three weeks ago, when the news broke that Wizards of the Coast were doing this, uh, and that Magic, The Gathering, and Netflix were having their series and everything, and I was like, okay, this seems interesting. A lot of the information I was reading was the stuff that was released on a lot of these kind of more clickbaity thing uh, websites, which, I mean, frankly, you gotta get the news out there, and if you're not a huge fan of Magic, The Gathering, you're gonna just quickly read the, Netflix press release, see the Russo brothers are involved. And that's what most people did. I don't actually discredit most people on that because frankly, unless you're someone like me who is super involved and frankly, and this is gonna be a little bit of shade towards the the magic community and content producers. Frankly, a lot of them haven't even gone to the depth that I've been in, which is a little bit disappointing because I mean the journalistic stuff, you can't do much, right? You I kind of just made it clearer regarding everything that's happening in the net, uh, that Netflix has gave to us. Didn't bullshit. There's no release date. Everyone's been speculating on this. There's no release date. We don't know how long, when it's going to come out. So if you've seen anything out there, they're lying. Or if anyone's speculated, they're lying. We have no idea when this is coming out. And... It, we have no idea why um, who's cast for it. We only know of some of the crew members. Hell, I was able to find someone because of an amazing Twitter thread, which I do link to in at the very bottom of the article. That literally had the two extra writers and um, the character designer in that thread, because these people had announced and said, hey, I'm connected to this. If these people hadn't announced that they're connected to it, I, I, I scoured Twitter trying to find anyone and everyone connected to it. Um, and I probably could have done a better job, frankly. Um, and I, there are probably people I've missed out or not found, but I mean, yeah. I, 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 do, I do honestly give myself a little bit hard for that because I probably could find, there are probably people I'm missing out. And I, I think that everyone should be credited in accordance to this, but that's beside the point, right? So, right, who's involved at the moment? So this is super early days. We know this, frankly, and in my assumption is, I asked the question very early on, like how, how long do we expect to see this show? So the announcement came out on the 2nd of June, right? The reason I didn't make an article on the 2nd of June or the 3rd or 4th or 5th of June is because I would have done very raw emotion, I would have kind of just slated it, I kind of, would have been unfair, right? Uh, so my decision was I wanted to let, the, uh, let it sit with me for a bit, kind of really taking the news again, trying to push it out of my head a little bit. Once it was then out of my head, I, came, I was like, okay, I'm now going to go back into it and kind of look at it more from a journalistic analytical point of view and kind of really understand this. Um, I, I think me doing my previous um, article on over the last weekend and releasing it on Monday of my thoughts of eSports, where I just kind of talked about eSports and the future of eSports and everything kind of really helped because I had been doing a lot of more journalistic stuff um kind of put me in the correct mindset to kind of write this article um because honestly, when I first heard about it, I was very much just bashing the idea whereas now I actually I have my hesitations and my concerns which i'm going to go into, but i I am far more um less harsh on it just from a raw emotional point of view because I've had some time to let it kind of sit with me and kind of go, hmm, I think this, I think that, but a little bit of time lets me reflect upon those feelings and emotions. So the first first question I really ask in my own thoughts is when do I think this is gonna come out? So the 2nd of June, I assume um, that it shouldn't come out till at least 2021, realistically. Frankly, I don't think it should come out to 2021. I have no problem with Netflix announcing that they are partnering with with the Russo brothers and and Wizard of the Coast and everything else to create the story. No problem with that. Um, But I think it's important that if they are doing a full potential 10 episode series, this is just me speculating, by the way, there is nothing confirmed on how long the series length is, but I'm assuming that a standard Netflix series is about what can be any length, but if we say 10 episodes, and each episode it will be at least 20 to 30 minutes long. Um, it'll be an interesting thing, but that's not something that you can just crank out. You can't. You just shouldn't. From an animation point of view, from a writing point of view, from a voice actor, production, everything else, you, you, you shouldn't. No, you should not come out that quickly. If there has actually been love and work being put into this, it's gonna take a long period of time and it's not something you can just click your fingers and get done. Hell, it was confirmed that some of the writers were only confirmed or basically hired onto the series back in April. Meaning that they've at max been working on this for about two months now. Personally, I'm not of the opinion that um, you would have had a finished full series script by that point. Even with four people writing it, you just know. I have, I studied film and TV. I have written scripts. There is, I'm sorry, there is no way. This this article took me two days to fully write. And then I had to do another day on it because I realized that part of my information was wrong and then I had to re-go into everything. I'll get into that. And that's partly to do where it was something very irrelevant that probably no one would call me out on. But it's important for me that I get everything correct from a journalistic point of view. So I wanted to do it. And this is in my thoughts. Like, it, So when you're writing a script, not only does it have to go through multiple people, which I'm going to get into but uh it's gonna take probably about six months to fully have everything completely written off and for every studio to write off and say yeah we're cool with this let's think about it if you're one of the writers so we know there's a writing team of four at the moment the four of you have finished writing the script now that might only take you realistically a few months i understand that i do agree with that two months too quick frankly let's say four or five months. You guys have written in a 10 episode uh, series. You've definitely done at least the pilot to a point where it's been written off, right? Cool. But then that has to go off to, so you write an episode or you probably write all of it. I don't know how they're going to do it. And then you send that off to wizards for wizards to confirm it. If wizards are happy with it, well, actually, no, you know, it probably doesn't even go to Wizards first. It probably first goes off to the Russo Brothers, and it probably then goes off to a bunch of the producers. The producers will read it and make sure they're all happy with it. Once they're all happy with it, it then goes off to Wizards, because obviously it's their IP, and everything, anything and everything they do has to go through them. And because it's also got to go through Wizards, it's got to go through Hasbro. Because Hasbro own Wizards, so... The only people it doesn't have to go through is basically the animation studio. Unless it's like, unless the animation just... Sh- studio just don't think it will translate. And then obviously they can turn back and say, I just don't think this is gonna work. And then, yeah, that might be fun. But personally, I don't think it's gonna, it's not gonna, I don't think it should come out till 2021. Personally, I think early 2021, but frankly, we are in June. Realistically, I don't think the script's gonna be done till probably July, August, potentially. It might take longer, frankly, it might take longer you don't know how many rewrites they're going to be doing. I, I just don't see this being a, a quick done and dusted. And I don't want it to be a quick done and dusted. Maybe that's me putting some of my own hope into it because I don't want this to be a click fingers. It's out there. I want this to be a slow burn, right? I want this to be a project that everyone is passionate about. And I mean, the thing is with magic, there is so much lore and history around it. You can't just write stuff. This isn't a new series. Like while this is a brand new story, if you are setting it in a planes that the fans know, you need to know that plane. Or if you're just using characters like existing planeswalkers, you need to know their story. If this is an origin story, different. But even then we've been told it's not going to be a retelling of an origin story, which means, well, we're not going, it's going to be a brand new story, which means it can't be an origin story. Just a fact. Like an actual fact, we had magic origins. You can't do origin stories. We already know the origin of most planeswalkers and their teenagers. So you can't actually do that. So, um, last year, it was around September time, I was fortunate enough to go to Japan. And Wizards of the Coast, I believe it was Wizards, in co-partnership with uh, a few of the stores in Japan. I know Tokyo MTG, I don't know if Haruyu were involved, but definitely Wizards were involved. And they did a 25 years anniversary of magic. And while I was there, they were celebrating 25 years of Japanese magic. And it was a really cool kind of exhibition. There's amazing photos. If you look at, if you type into Google, uh, 25 years... MTG Japan, there's a really good, uh, few articles where there's photos, um, I believe Card Market did a really good kind of just walkthrough, just kind of showing everything, uh, loads of photos, it was, it was something I really was very fortunate enough to go through. So while I was there, uh, they actually had two very short films, original animators, uh, collaboratives, so you got Koji, uh, Mi, Miorito, uh, who did Franken Gears in uh, Frankengears in Robot Carnival, uh, and Beyond in Animatrix, and we've also got, uh, Oshuu... Osh... Oh god, I am terrible at names. Osumu Kobayashi, who has done, uh, Monogaya, Chop, Squad, and Paradise Kiss. What they did is, well, I was able to clean up, but basically Crunchyroll said that these animators basically had come together and they had done two short films. Um, Originally, I was under the impression that it was actually two production studios, but I wasn't able to confirm any of the production studios. But I was able to go on each of their own respective Twitters and find and I've linked to I've linked to both their Twitters in the article. And I have got a screenshot of where one of them where using Google Translate. So it doesn't completely do it, but it does say he does say this is my drawing. both of them talked a lot about the magic exhibition and going through their Twitter, they never really talked about magic before and then suddenly they're at this magic exhibition. So at least I know that these are two directors or animators or something. They had a connection with this so I can at least accredit them with this. But what what I want to go more important is I have seen the potential for what magic animation and story can be. One second. Gotta get that coffee in me. So, both these films left a huge impression of what I could expect from the Magic Gathering series and and/or film. They were they were while they were Japanese animated, they their their styles were vastly different. vastly different. I can't explain that enough. Uh, the narrative way that it, it was. I'm really really sad that these short films haven't been put uh, put on the internet anywhere. I. You have no idea how much I've scoured the internet for them. I can't find them anywhere. I'm hoping that this is maybe something that is shown at events and stuff, but when I've been at a few magic events, no one's shown it. And I really hope that this isn't just something that kind of gets pushed to the side um, and kind of forgotten about. Um, I would love this to be something that is just on Wizards website, just as something you can watch or maybe on their YouTube channel. I have scoured, I cannot find it anywhere. but potentially this is something I would be really interested in Wizards posting. And uh, maybe I'll reach out to Wizards once I've released this article in regards to it. But going off this idea, I have seen something incredible and this really raised my expectations when I heard this, that Wizards were doing a Netflix series. I was like, I've already seen something that I thought was incredible. And then I remembered arguably the best trailer that Magic the Gathering has ever had. And that was the War of the Spark trailer. If you have not watched it, stop listening, frankly. Go onto YouTube, type in War of the Spark trailer. It has one of my favorite songs. So a cover of Linkin Park in the end, done, sung beautifully, by the way. Sung absolutely beautifully. Um, It was done by Axis Animation. So these are the people that, that did an episode in Love, Death and Robots. Uh, helping hand and they also did the Gears 5 trailer for escape So this is a studio that is pretty fucking awesome. And if you look at Axis animation on on the internet That catalogue is incredible. Uh, a lot of their stuff is obviously more video game related um, or When they have done kind of th- things like love death and robots They they focus more on CGI and you get that kind of impression of what their animation and art style is from the war of the spark trailer but I think it would be interesting, potentially, to see it if you don't want to do an anime, kind of, style kind of thing. It would, If you don't want to do an anime, basically, if you don't want to create your own anime from Magic the Gathering, like, we, I have seen, and I think it translates beautifully, um, this is a very good alternative. Like, I actually think I'm, I'm perfectly okay with one or the other. Um, now, I was personally under the impression, obviously, uh, because of the fan outcry, this got like some of the most views on that. I'm gonna, we're gonna look now. We're gonna actually have a look now and see, cause this is on the Wizards website. This is on, well, uh, Wizards website, but it's also on their YouTube channel. I am somewhat under the impression, or at least I personally was under the impression that this was going to be the production studio for the Netflix series. When I heard that we, that we were getting a Netflix series, I just assumed by default, that, well, we've just seen an amazing trailer that kind of broke the internet and it was just beautiful to watch and everything and raises your expectations and everything. I assume they're going to be animating it and then we find out, no, we're getting barbered out. Like, I can't help but kind of feel potentially a little bit cheated. I, I'm i obviously slightly different, uh, fortunately. Like, fortunately, but like, unfortunately. It's like one of those, oh my God, I'm cursed because... I have seen some of the be- I, I have seen something beautiful and I, I think I am so lucky and duh, 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 like <clears throat> I do need to get down from my high horse and I do agree with you. Um because I've seen an amazing two types of animation styles done over in Japan, one anime style, one less. Um and then obviously the War of the Spark trailer. I've seen what really good animation looks like uh based around Magic the Gathering. So then I put myself in that kind of place where I'm like, well. Why am I not getting more of what I've seen? I do agree with you. Uh, that's a lot of entitlement. But frankly, Word of the Spark is the most viewed video on the Magic the Gathering YouTube channel. And this isn't by a little amount. I wasn't sure, I've just literally brought it up. That's why you might have been hearing some clicks. It's by a lot, like an actual lot, lot. Outside of a pro tour final, and then pro- and then Magic the Gathering Kaladesh, you could basically one, two, three, four, five, six. You could probably add probably the next, like after you could like literally add second through to eight videos and you might just overtake War of Spock's amount of views. Like it's insane. War of Spock has 11 million views. The next best video has 2.5. War of Spock has been out for two months. I'm sorry. Why the fuck wouldn't you partner with these people? These are the people that gave you one of the most beautiful video uh, trailers that we have seen for a game, and then it's Magic: The Gathering, and then it's it's just shockingly well done. Like, like when I mean shockingly well done, I mean oh my god, we're we we are being treated. Like this is a this is a sight to behold. Like we are being spoiled by how good this is. So why can't we have more of that? Is it money? I don't know. I'm personally of the opinion that. If they were, and if, I have to clarify, if they were contacted, because there is nothing to say they were even contacted about this. Potentially when they partnered with Netflix, Barbadale by default just got it, or potentially was <coughs> was a studio. Because Barbadale have worked with Netflix a lot, and they've also done a lot of animation for series, whereas Axis hasn't. That, that very much just come down to it and go, we trust them to do what they want to do. They have done this, right? I go more into this in my article, but I think I want to kind of get to this point that um, one of my concerns is, go onto my article, um, and you can find uh, that I've attached the two showreels for each of their companies, respectively. Axis showreel and Barbadell. They're very different, and they, th- that's just frankly how it is. Personally, Barbadell, their animation, it's very easy it's very simple it's um a lot easier to do that on like kind of a mass production scale it's um yeah frank frankly it is not the highest animation quality but it's it still looks good it's still fine but it's not the same as what axis is and i'm concerned what Barbadil's interpretation of magic the gathering is going to be like, frankly, I can't help but look at their trailer and go, well, their most human realistic kind of style, they've got a film that they did from several years back, which it's fine, the art style is kind of a mix of shell say, shell, God, cell shaded, but it's not kind of completely to the, it's not the extreme that like Borderlands is, but then it's not, I don't know. It, it, I can't see that translating well for magic. So I'm like, okay. So then I go, okay, who, what, what else have they done? Well, they've done like Rick and Morty, but frankly, like Rick and Morty is not the art style you want for Magic the Gathering. Like, unless we're planning on doing like a high school version of of Magic the Gathering, which frankly, if they do something like that, fuck you. I'm sorry. Magic the Gathering is a high fantasy game, but the setting of it is incredibly high fantasy. You can have dinosaurs in one plane that are terrorizing these people. And you've got like, frankly, with Magic the Gathering is fucking insane. Think about Ixlang, right? You got dinosaurs, you got pirates. And within all of this, you're literally searching for an ancient artifact that could fucking kill people and basically break the planes. You've got this incredible setting of like these beautiful monsters and everything else and these terrifying creatures. And then you've got a plot that's happening, which is actually like just high stakes. You go to Kaladesh, and you have got these incredible inventors. You've got you've got one of my favorite planes, Innistrad. Innistrad, you have vampires, uh, vampires, angels, um, zombies. You've got gothic horror. The setting is just so rich, and I. I'm worried about the animation. I I don't think I have to worry about the writing. I don't think I have to worry about the story. I'm worried about what it's going to look like. I don't I don't I'm not even personally worried about the sound. Because we've seen beautiful sound stuff and frankly I while we don't know who's connected for it, um I think it would be very disappointing if from a sound aspect that it didn't it wasn't good. From the trailers that we've been given before, I am under this... I feel confident in saying that that is not something I'm concerned about, especially with the other large names attached from a crew perspective. I'm personally am worried from an animation point of view. And I'm more than happy to be wrong. Very happy to be wrong about all of this. Um, It's just... You know when you just get a gut-wrenching feeling and you can't put it into words? You can't quantify it. It's just something you feel and you want to be proven wrong i don't want barbara Nella to kind of step up and fucking throw it out the park because they're hiring at the moment they're still hiring for more people they're hiring for a cg supervisor and they've got a bunch of other roles on their facebook it might be great it's just i can't we've seen what axis has done i can't help but feel like what could have been I don't know. But I want to move on from that. So, as I've said, the one thing I'm not really worried about is the story. Uh, all we know it is going to be an all-new story, and while we don't actually know anything about that, it's a little bit unfortunate. I was kind of hoping that they would kind of do one of a few things, right? I thought they would either do a retelling of a brother war, uh, the Brothers Wars, or the Brothers War... Uh, whatever. Um, which frankly is one of my favorite lore of, um, Magic the Gathering. Um, it's a very, it's not a particularly, (laughs) uh, original idea. Um, two brothers fighting and basically causing the whole world to be around them. That's definitely not, that's real life. Go back to medieval times. That's real life where countries within themselves or like, Fucking counties, if we go back to England, fucking ancient days, like medieval, to, well, not even medieval, you just go, oh God. Anyway, not something that's crazy to imagine. Not an original idea and everything else. So, but it's an amazing story and I link a video where the magic so-so Evan Irwin, he covers the lore in this. It's a very like TLDR short version, but it's a very good way of doing it. The other way I was thinking, which would make sense, would be to do origins like kind of a retelling of Magic Origins, where you kind of uh, introduce the core five Planeswalkers or a few Planeswalkers you want to introduce and kind of give their lore or introduction to the story and kind of explain how they got their spark. Because that's some of the most interesting thing. So a Planeswalker spark, because that's what it is, it's their spark, they ignite their spark. Uh, so they basically ignite them pow- their powers. And not everyone can be a Planeswalker. But when some people are put under immense pressure and a duress situation, similar, it's just come to my head, similar to what happens to Deadpool, you know, um, that some people's sparks will ignite. Now, something I thought was interesting when I was reflecting upon all of this because of the recent sets that we've had come out with War of the Spark is we got a character like The Wanderer we know nothing about this Planeswalker, and everyone was like, oh, maybe it's Elspeth, blah, 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 maybe it's this, that. I wonder if maybe the Wanderer is going to be an original character that is going to be introduced in the series. I wonder if some of the characters we're getting in Magic 2020, some of the new Planeswalkers that we're getting, if they are going to be connected to the new series. I hope not. The reason I say I hope not, and I hope that hope they're separate is because, um, if this fails, then we're going to have random planeswalkers walkers whose story will get started. And then we'll just probably never end because they're going to be Netflix characters. If it's successful, obviously then potentially they will incorporate, but yeah, I'm going to get into that. Right. So unrelated, but obviously something that has been coming up and kind of a mockery and a bit of a meme at the moment is that obviously Netflix are partly doing this um, because they are slowly growing the animation catalog. Uh, they are buying into, they're buying anime shows up, they're buying to make them Netflix originals, they're buying, uh, potentially successful, uh, animation shows or kind of taking them after their first season when it does seem like an incorporation or a opportunity there. Uh, and they've done a lot of original stuff as well. I think Love, Death and Robots is the biggest one that's really coming to my mind at the moment, but I know if I go onto Netflix right now, that. I'll see countless amounts of animation. You've got like Trailer Park Boys animated, which I believe is an original one. I might be wrong, but I believe it is. Um, But one of the things that obviously they have to think about at the moment is Disney. And their huge streaming service that's coming later this year. I believe it's like November, December time. Um, They obviously own Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, 20th Century Fox now, Fox Searchlight and Blue Sky. And obviously their streaming service is just, just gonna be insane. They're gonna have so much on there. They're gonna have all the Avenger films. They're gonna have a bunch of the all the Marvel films. They're gonna have all the Star Wars films. They're gonna have all the Disney films and Pixar films. They're gonna have all these original TV series from Fox and everything. They own Hulu for fuck's sake. They fucking own Hulu. I don't realize this, but they got a stake in. They've got a stake in a lot of companies, right? So my question is. Are Netflix basically trying to create this animation because obviously something like Magic the Gathering series will keep a subscription around, whereas potentially once Disney's one come out and they have their own original series as well as all this other stuff, is it just gonna be pointless? I don't know. Definitely something to think about. But obviously the head of anime over at Netflix did make a comment about this, so I can, I can at least rest assured that there is some form of hope, high hopes, for this series, so at least probably um, at least at least if Netflix's um, head of anime is looking at this with um, opportunities it's interesting that's the other thing right head of anime not animation anime wonder if that's uh wonder if maybe we are getting an anime style. Raising my question? Why are we not getting people that have already done this before potentially involved? If they're not, in, if they are involved, fucking great. But if they're not involved, mm, just saying, just saying. Now, uh, what do I talk about here? Yeah, I just kind of talk about more of the, br- the brother war and the adaptation and everything. Um, obviously, magic has huge, deep lore and everything else. And I kind of already saying this, but we've got people like Dak Faden who in canon have recently died, but you could very much do a quick retelling of his whole story and how he became the greatest thief in the Maldives. Trust me, we have heard that fucking saying far too much. If you follow Wizards coverage when like way back in the day, well, no, not way back in the day, about four or five years ago, you heard about Dak Faden, how he was the greatest thief in the Maldives far too much. You can see the story of Innistrad, obviously you've got Weatherlight, you've got the, brother, the Brothers' War. Like, magic has a lot of around it. And if this series is successful, then obviously you've got these huge stories and this well, literally huge well of stories and information and characters that you can just kind of pluck from and go, well, this is interesting, let's do this. Oh, this is interesting, let's do this. The other thing that I do want to just state, I don't want this to fail. And I think it's very important for me to say that I don't want this to fail. I just feel very passionately about this. Uh, And that's why I'm invested in the success of this. Not only from a Oh my god, this could be good because I can write about this, I can talk about this, this is more content for me. Nah, it that I care because I have seen what I have been shown. I, I've been shown amazing things before from this game that I love. I, this is a game that I truly love about amongst more than anything. This game has given me so much, so I would love to watch more and consume more around it. But if if it does fail, I personally am on the, of the opinion that if this does fail, that Wizards can at least do this. And that is, forget about the Netflix series. So if it fails, it's whatever, throw it to the side. You can still do a live action film, like a big live action film, like the World of Warcraft film. You can still do that. You still have the chance to do that. And the reason I say that is because obviously if you fuck if this gets fucked up and fail you can just kind of breeze past this continue on It's irritating if it does because obviously you've got huge names attached to this so something like this just won't go away But I think you can if it fails the Russo brothers aren't going to talk about it and everything else like we'll I think we will not we like we the general audience will know if it's successful or not close to the time if a lot of people are talking about this or well, not a lot of people are talking about this it's just how that stuff sh- sort of goes If it gets released around when a lot of other big stuff is coming out and we don't hear about it and it's like oh it's out I think you can assume it's probably bad unless it's really good and it's just got blown under and it's got fucked up for no reason I think you can still do an, a live action film um but we'll find out uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting, I just wanted to bring up, obviously, that uh, Hasbro has a investment in this. So at the time of writing this, I wrote this about, um, I started writing this about a week ago or so. Uh, well, a few days ago, actually, um, as I said. Um, when they announced this, um, Hasbro stock basically has ri- risen to like an all time high. So obviously, as i said, wizards are owned by Hasbro. And on the day of its announcement, there were no other announcements that day that were noteworthy that would move stocks this much. The big announcement was Magic of the Gathering film with the Russo brothers, basically plastered fucking everywhere. Like I had friends of mine from all over the place literally messaging me this going, Hey, what do you think of this? Oh, isn't this interesting? Obviously, I had a lot of thoughts around it, but I was like, huh, this is interesting. I'm gonna look into this, and I read a lot of articles around it and After reading the Netflix thing, everyone was just kind of paraphrasing and just basically just taking the first part where Netflix is connected to the Russo brothers and Magic the Gathering and a little bit of history about Magic the Gathering and that was it. Obviously, I'm going into far more depth because I know more about it. And also, I feel like it it deserves that. So, obviously, Hasbro has an investment. We've seen Hasbro... um, poke their fingers, or at least there is there is public speculation, I believe there is speculation, I believe personally that um, when Hasbro see that Magic does something and they make a lot of money, they tell them to do it again and again and again, which eventually it stops making them lots and lots of money because they keep doing it over and over again. We've seen this with countless products before. Modern Masters is one that springs to mind, the Commander stuff springs to mind these extra products that they release. And now we get, we get set after set after set after set after set. There used to be periods where I was pining for a new set. Now, now there's too much. I don't buy stuff now. Because when I already buy singles, just it makes more sense. But there is just so much shit that just comes out. And Wizards never used to do this. I can't help but Hasbro feel like Hasbro has something to do with this. This is speculation, obviously. Um... Potentially Wizards are getting told by Hasbro to do this. Potentially Wizards are just like, oh, we can make more money and Papa Hasbro loves this and we get bonuses. It might, that, that might literally be it. I don't know. Hasbro are probably gonna be very eagerly watching this. We know that one of their animation, all sparks is um, involved in this. So potentially they're gonna be overseeing everything uh, with a final say um, outside of maybe Netflix. Yeah. So I wanna round this up with my final thoughts. Um, and this is actually, Jesus Christ, I have talked for far longer than I thought I would have. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You see, you can tell I'm passionate about this because this is the longest episode of Too Long, Just Listen. So if it wasn't clear, I, I really do love magic. Um, I can, I, I, as I say in my article, I can go into micro history of decks. I have literally done the research into Affinity and Splinter Twin in modern, and I know... The history around those decks, and the deck lists, and why people changed, and I can remember card names from back five years ago in a cyborg of a deck that was bad and I shouldn't have played. I can still remember this stuff. I can name what the card does and everything else. So, I've been around these characters for years, and around the game since very much my birth. I was born into a family that played this game, so I'm passionate about this game. Um... And I know the law. I know there's plot and law. I don't know any of it perfectly. I haven't read much of the books or anything else. Don't, don't get me wrong. I know what I know and I know what I don't know, right? I'm far more of one of these people that knows a lot about the history of the game and the actual playing of the game and the history of the players and everything on the competitive aspect. I don't know as much about the law, but the stuff I know about the law, I very much know about because I try and keep myself in at least some form of up-to-date about the law. And I've seen what happens when you have obviously Japanese um, directors kind of, or animators around it, as well as the War of the Spark trailer really kind of set the series. When, when the series was announced, I kind of immediately put those uh, three uh, films and trailers into my head, the film, the two short films in the trailer into my head. I immediately was like, I know what I, sh- I want to expect from this. I have high expectations, can't help that. I have this nagging feeling in the back of my head that potentially it might not work out because like a lot of things I have seen fandoms getting their expectations far too high and then being left disappointed and maybe maybe this nagging feeling is trying to prevent me from having this high expectation but that's that's pretty much everything um thank you so much for listening to this longer than expected episode of too long just listen um If you did enjoy this episode, by all means, please uh, send me an email. Any form of feedback would be always greatly appreciated. Obviously, you can read the full article at alexswan.co.uk. If you want to ask me any questions, by all means, ping me an email. You can contact me on Twitter or Instagram or pretty much anywhere. I am very reachable. Um, And yeah, take care. And thank you so much for watching. Listening. (laughs) Listening, listening. Anyway, goodbye.